you have something to say, but you want to say it with your body, with ink, or a piercing, get down to Stingray Body Art. 386 Cambridge Street in Alston Rock City, right next to O'Brien's Pub. Stingray Body Art, Boston's best tattoo. Make an appointment right now. Go to StingrayBodyArt.com. Check out the artists. They're on the left side of the page. And you're going to be like, I want to get a tattoo at Stingray. These artists are awesome. Stingray Body Art, Boston's best tattoos, piercing, and permanent makeup. Now offering laser tattoo removal right in the heart of Austin. Truck Jewels. Like. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. The Sodomy Crinkling Papers. My man, Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. How we doing, Patrice? I'm okay, man. Still yeah. working on some kinks. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it is Monday, you know. And it's Israel. It's Monday and I'm kinky, can I say? <laughs> All right. I look over to the right side and I have Rick Olive in the house. What's up, people? Olive Oil to represent. Olive oil. Yeah. All right. Nobody. The there. guy with the mesh net. Oh, no, don't hate, man. Don't hate on my night, my night gear. Okay. Your mom right pulled today. You're all guilty. Yeah. Stop. Bam. <laughs> right, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's how I stay warm in the wintertime. I don't know. I don't see how that protects between a skull cave and the swords. Ooh, this dude. Hater. Hater. <laughs> and across the table, we have a man, just Johnny. Yup. Hey, looking extra serious over there. Doing God knows what on that laptop. Ain't asking no questions. I'm staring at bunny photos. Okay, yes. We don't want no part of that. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you. We have news. Actually, no, we don't have news. Not tonight. News sucks, but we have reviews. Yeah, let's, not, let's stay away from the news, actually. Man, the, you know, we I stopped know, doing right? news a while ago, and I'll mm. tell you why. I just give a full disclosure for the people. It's like every news story related to, like, geek uh, geek culture and fandom for, like, a span of, like... Dying, yeah. yeah, for, like, a span of, like, eight months straight. It was either a death or, hey, this new product's coming out, buy it. Another death. Um, or like somebody's a like a death. rapist, sexual predator, or somebody like yeah. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Just, seriously. Was, and if it wasn't that, it was it was uh, it was Trump or someone else trying to shut down right. some organization. Even now, if we try to do the news stories, biggest news stories are uh, Trump is saying video games cause violence. Let's get rid of all. Are you fight? Are you for real? From the guy who just had an affair with a porn star. That yeah, cover seriously. Right. Yeah. Hush money. Yeah. <laughs> it all sure. got too damn depressing, but we just can't do it. But we have an awesome, fun-filled show for you, not related to that. Mm -hmm. Dude, we're talking about Stabity Bunny. This project started out as a Kickstarter, and now it's like an official um, indie book that's available in uh, in uh, in uh, your comicsology and all the, uh, the proper... Great name, too. Uh, comicsology? I know, I love it. Stabity bunny. No, bunny, yeah, for real. Uh, also, my man Black Adam is going to talk about Annihilation. Mm -hmm. And apparently it's deeper than what we heard. What'd you hear? I heard a lot of things, man. On, I, heard man. So I heard it somewhere between um, uh, Predator and Death Becomes Her. <laughs> Dude, that you just described the greatest movie of all time. Okay. All right, looking forward to that. Death uh, Becomes Her. What a poll. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, also, my man Dirty D here is going to talk about, uh, what was it? The long, the, the long, reach. the long dish. Oh, the long reach. Sorry. Okay, all right. Let's talk about swinging. <laughs> I'm swinging for the fences. Uh, you know, you got the long reach uh, for PlayStation Four. Yeah. Uh, just came out. I'm anxious to hear about this one too because it's uh, one of those pixelated games that's really popular right now, and this one looks like it takes a murderous take. Um, it's very and interesting. It's a weird, weird story, but very interesting. Okay. Very fun. Okay, alright, cool. Anxious for that. And then we have the inside stuff to load out the full proper breakdown and opinions on Jessica Jones season four. Which uh two. season two? Two. What did I say? Season four. four. Oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> season four. I shouldn't I shouldn't do intros. I'm bad at radio. Why, why, you're why you're jumping ahead in time. No. There He's, will be a season he's four. He's back from the future. I, 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 I so hope not. 
<laughs> You're a plant, aren't you? I am. I am. It's true. Season four is great. That's all we know about the future. We hit a, hit a crush <laughs> expectations. Dig this is going to be drinking and booze. This Who's Joel- the president in 2025? I don't know, but Jessica Jones is great. <laughs> season Jean- four. Kim Jong-un was president. But Jessica- <laughs> season four is great. You mean yeah. President Kim Jong-un vice president Vladimir Putin. Seriously. Oh, oh sweet Jesus. We're all going down. <laughs> um, okay, so now let's start off with Stabity Bunny because this is a really cool story from what I've seen. And um, it started off as a Kickstarter back in 2016 and took a really awesome take where um, uh, uh, it started off with a Kickstarter and it was really popular. Like, jazz, uh, um, yeah, geez, what How I'm trying to say? Stabity Bunny not be a popular song? Stabity like, Bunny was a very popular Kickstarter back in 2016 and it was popular enough where people kept uh, Kickstarting more issues. It went five issues as an independent and then. How much were they asking for? Do you remember? Uh, it was 2000. Uh, for the overall Kickstarter, if okay. you check it out now, I mean, they reached their goal, mm. and I think it was like per issue, um, ended up getting like three thousand something. Right. So like just making it, but then it was just popular enough where they kept going, and then they ended sure, up yeah. Reviews Magazine recently, dude. Nice. That's Reviews Magazine, where it's serious like serious publicity right there. No, it's not. <laughs> well, no, I'm not hating on previews at all, but folks aren't really checking for like the uh, comic book based media anymore. Like, when's the last time you went to a comic shop and you got a CSN magazine, a CSN uh, publication? That was that yeah, newspaper that used to come with your regular books. Yeah. Because they don't they don't have these things anymore, and it's like, ever since Wizard Magazine was revealed to be kind of kind of kind of kind of kind of lame, um, I think they just don't get that kind of press anymore. So, big ups to them. They appeared in previews, but I'm like, the book itself is the thing that's made it, that's gotten it to where it so is. So how do books get popular? Like, is it strictly word of mouth now, pretty much? Uh, social media mostly. Yeah. Um, from what I've seen, it's primarily uh, word of mouth is big, but social media is like the way books get primary promotion now. And the thing is, I'd like to say there's still like major publications that will give like stories and interviews about stuff, but honestly, it's like that's us. Mm. We are the ones that still give these cats, uh, that still bring them on the show and have interviews and still present their stuff on websites. But primarily, it's going to be shares through social media where things really get that boost, which it worked for Stabity Bunny. So I'm like, yo, major big ups to them because this was a creepy as hell book and I dug the hell out of it. It's called Stabity Bunny. It's essentially it the story be creepy. of. Yeah. <laughs> it's the story of. Um, it's a happy tale. It's a family story. <laughs> well, I don't know. It sounds like such a family oriented yeah, book, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Coming out on the next Reading Rainbow, Stabity Bunny. <laughs> LeVar Burton just like, what? <laughs> the Netflix Betty age is killing us oh. now. But don't take my word for it. See a psychiatrist. <laughs> uh, the book is called Stabity Bunny. It's about this um, little girl stuffed animal who is more than it seems and I don't want to give away too many spoilers because it's kind of freaky when you find out what is actually behind all this but it throws a lot of uh, curves at you too because there's a psychic relationship between uh, the girl and the mother and the mother's no slouch herself and it starts off with a kidnapping and then you think okay well I see how it's going to be it's either going to be a sad story about you know horrible things happen in the world or it's going to be yo this kidnapped the kidnapped the wrong girl son and then you got <coughs> and it well, takes and comes out of nowhere yeah you yeah. know and you think that's where it's going to go. And the thing is, it takes one of those turns, but I won't tell you which one because that would be the spoiler, but it's not the one that you might think, which is kind of cool because that scene, that, that, that made me think that, okay, they're taking a, um, a, an established trope, if you will, and I hate calling it a trope now because it started off as something cool mm. that was against the norm, and now it's become a trope. Well, it anything that becomes that popular is bound to be beaten to death afterwards, you know what I mean? That, that's, that's true, but I mean, damn, that means everything's just like doomed to... Everything, yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. All right, that media, a mediocre story, um, Avengers, I mean, shoo, we saw how that went. Yeah. You know, Black Panther, that story's old hat now. Come on. <laughs> it will be. You watch. 
<laughs> nah, but uh, okay, well, hopefully not, because Stabity Bunny was good, man. I'm giving this a thumbs up. I got to keep the review kind of brief because we only uh, checked out a couple of issues. I, I can't really um, review this on the uh, merits of reading the old books, even though it's the same story, because if someone checks out the review for this one and they feel they, their opinion changes down the line, then it kind of makes us look like a-holes, doesn't it? I refuse to be looked at as an a-hole. Yeah, but if you're reviewing it honestly from the just from the earlier book's perspective, doesn't mean you're an a-hole because you don't have. Well, no, I'm an a-hole for so many other reasons. So many other reasons. Yeah, keep but, things yeah. in perspective. Right. No, no, no. This actually has um, a lot of merit, dude. Uh, mm. It's creepy as hell, and it's a, it's a, it's not a, a directly horror book. It's more of like a, a creepy thriller type story. Well, it's good to see a book like this, kind of you know, start really s slowly, like you know what I mean, kind of unknown, and like build its way up, and then get. Widely popular like that. Oh, absolutely. Talking about on the show. Also, one thing I like premise though. Uh, if you read the background on what the story is about, it's a mm -hmm. great, it's a great idea actually. Oh, definitely. It's um, and more. It's, it's really something that I would want to read just by reading the synopsis on the back. Like, oh, wait, yeah, I didn't know you were an indie comic reader, brother. I read a bunch of different comics, man. I get man, comics delivered to my house, and I got comics all the time. Is it Enigma wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in that hat? I'm a all jack right, of so all trades when it comes to geekdom, I guess. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, no mm -hmm. hatred, brother. Look, look where you are. I know, right? All right no, wrestling I action figures from like the 80s. <laughs> yeah, right. Y'all can't we see have it. The, quite the selection actually up here. On the, yeah, as on we the point tables. the things off screen, if you watch the old show, we actually used to have them displayed behind us yeah. uh, while we did the broadcast, and then we'd have them a few like lined up on the table. I don't know why they why they changed the layout. Well, they got um, too distracting because I would uh, use them to fling across the boards, which is probably not the best thing. For no, me. you're you're right. You're right. Those 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 that and the gum. Supple, what happened to the gum? The supple form of hacksaw Jim Duggan was too much. The hundred year old gum that was you're the, you're the only one that ate the gum okay uh, well, didn't we're, we're eat the gum off. I bit into the gum yeah we're veering off the topic a little bit but if anyone's familiar with the geek down this show in itself we used to have all this like weird old paraphernalia just around the studio just cuz and one time we had uh, like a new thing we had with these packs of like 1960s uh, baseball cards with the original chewing gum from the 60s and this man, of all people, Black Adam Willis, Mensa candidate, Black Adam Willis, <laughs> uh, is the only one that figured, hmm, we got some gum here. Let me chew some. Surprised I have teeth, yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> bit, bit into this, like, 40-year-old like, shard. And it's like the, the, the crust from Ren and Stimpy when he bites into, like, the nails. Like, ah! oh, Teeth just crack out of Yeah, it's just like that. Uh, turns to dust right I away. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. We don't mean to laugh at your pain. That was a thing. You open one every week and see, you know. You gotta test the gum once. I didn't <laughs> do Adam damage himself this show. <laughs> All right, but no, 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 no more of those. We keep it. We play safe now. Sure. Um, the book is called Stabity Bunny. It's available right now. Uh, well, it's available digitally. I'm not sure what the actual complement in your local comic book shops will be, but uh, they will continue the series. So we'll go beyond the original five issues and be an ongoing series, which I'm jazzed because, dude, the artwork was amazing in this. It was beautiful. Right. Um, I'll put up some pictures on the um, on the post show. But uh, it was it was it fit the theme and it was just like vivid colors and all this. They didn't half ass it. And also, I like where the story's going. It has like a really dark tone. Um, and I think Stabity Bunny. It's gonna be like a comedy book, right? And that's got no. Mm -mm, this thing was murderous. And I really want to see. I, also, I want to see more just gore. I'm sorry. This really like seems like a book that would cry for it. And I'm hoping that they take it to that level. And like when they reach like issue 15, I want to see just like severed heads per uh, on every page. 
just, just, just go for it. You're a dark I can just see dude. that splash page where it's like a bunch of severed body parts and then just this cute little bunny just standing there. Like, yeah, a little girl with her stuffed animal just playing in the middle of the in the like middle blood of bad for a day. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, come get an egg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Stabity Bunny right now. If you want to give to the Kickstarter, I think they still have. Um, they're still just accepting donations for. Hey, you want some? You want some extras? You can check it out. Uh, but Stabity Bunny. Uh, available now, um, I think it was three ninety nine. Uh, but dude, check it out. Comicsology is your primary place to go for uh, online comics. Word. Or what? It's a word. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm digging it right there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, that was, we'll consider that the tag team pass. Because I'm gonna hand over to Black Adam Willis, dude. You got to check out Annihilation, which yes. looks pretty wild, man. It is wild. That's that's the best way to describe it. Well, I want to hear how it ties druggy. in. Druggy. Because this was. In <laughs> such a good review. Just yeah, death. Yeah, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, I'm struggling the way to kind of talk about this movie because it's something I want to like chat about with people that have seen it. But like, if you haven't, I don't want to give too much away. You know what I mean? Like, this I don't want to sit here and like us, expound on, on all the. This is what the challenges really, us professionally. It's a very very heady movie. It's very trippy. It's bound to be a, a cult classic, I guarantee. Really? Um, directed by uh, Alex Garland, who did Ex Machina. Yeah. I think we reviewed it on the show a while ago. Um, basically, this is a movie where one of the first scenes you see this comet hit Earth, and then it creates this zone. It's known as the Shimmer, and inside the Shimmer. Basically, the rules of physics, all of reality, biology, everything starts to warp and change. And there was a military group sent in there to explore it, led by Oscar Isaac, and all of a sudden, everybody disappears. And she was the husband of Natalie Portman. And then he comes back, and then she gets sent out on an expedition to explore it again. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Everybody's uh, like, it's well, this uh, zone uh, that they can't she, really she, explore. Does she have like some type of specialty to be able to? She's like a biologist. Like a, you could yeah. find your husband. And go yeah, find she's him. a biologist, <laughs> and like he come when he comes out of the zone, basically he's dying. All his organs are failing. Okay. And so she, they're sent in to kind of explore it again. No one who's ever went in there has come back normal. Okay. And so, Wait, what do you mean come back normal? Who's ever come alive? back? Period. The only person okay, that's ever right. come back is Oscar Isaac, her husband's character. And and he's he's like dying now after down. being in there. They okay. went in as like a six foot tall, you know, military man. They came out as like a a, a, a lemur. Right. So they send in. They came out as a green. They came out as a bison. So they send in this group of all females to explore this thing, and once they're in there, like. The walls of reality start to, you know, disintegrate, and it's just this wild head trip movie that comes to this wild conclusion that I'm not even going to bring it up because it's well, that's the, that's the joys Wait, of, is, of is, the is film. It, is this like a drug movie? Like they go. I would suggest it. Probably would help. No, I mean, like, I mean, like, does the <laughs> movie does, revolve does it, around? Now, like, does this get like super psychological? Like, does it? Does it? Is it like actiony psychological in the sense of like um, they're going through like some remedial, some some, some part of her past that she forgot? It's, it, like, it's like they're head. in there, and it's like this overwhelming sense of dread where they there's something terrible they know is kind of coming. Oh, wow. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just like this. Just nothing seems ball. real. Like everything, like is kind of morphing into weird things. Okay. There's this thing hunting them, and it's it's really this like acid trip of a film, where everything is not what it appears to be, and everything's kind of falling apart around them, and it's really hard to explain. And it's 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 such a fascinating film for. Give a tiny spoiler because everything you said sounds like Predator or maybe Predator Two. 
Mixed with Death Becomes Her. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally. Just mad random. No, I don't think I'm going to give any kind of spoilers. This is a uh, this like is one of those films. By Tim Burton. Yeah, it's just this. It's a wild film, man. It's it's like the visuals are absolutely like crazy. What's what's going on is just this kind of this illusion. Luke song crazy. Yes. Like. Well, I'm asking, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's okay. it's if you seen if you seen Ex Machina, the one we reviewed, yeah. it's yeah. The, like the science, the weirdness, and the that's biology. What I'm saying. Like, I enjoyed yeah. the looming of Ex Machina. It was very like quiet. Uh, the soundtrack was very. Subtle. But you sense it's kind of real too. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like this is what Super could real. actually happen. You know what I mean? Have you, it's it reminded me mostly of uh, the Tarkovsky movie Stalker. Okay. And if you see, it's like that's the same yeah. kind of thing based on the novel uh, Roadside Picnic, yeah. where. Something happens like a, a comet hits Earth, and there's like this alien kind of landing spot. And so, once they go into the zone, everything changes. Yeah. But once they're out of it, it's normal reality. But once you're in there, none of the rules of actual Earth or anything apply. And so, it's them going in and trying to like survive and kind of find out what's going on, and no one knows what the hell's happening. Now, was the okay, ending so mystery yes. appropriately cathartic for you, or? I love the film. I love, you know, like I said, I would like to talk to more people about it who have actually seen it. Okay. All right, well, but, hold on. My question is then, is this like a detective story where can you figure out what's going on as you watch? I don't Do think so. Like it, it is very muddled. Degree. It's a little convoluted. <laughs> There's a lot going on. You know what I mean? It's really kind of hard to follow, but it's more about the experience of watching it. Yeah. But with Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac, because they're, they're good actors. Yes. Are, are they given like those... Clay performances, or is it just like? Oh, it's great. Yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee's in this thing too. She plays another doctor, oh, and it's just like it's a it's a female led kind of like the heroines taking over type of thing, and like and she's Were saving. Were they all the wives of the previous military? Guys? Well, she is. It sounded like it was. She is. She's the husband of Oscar Isaac, who was yeah. originally in the military that went in after it. Yeah. But everyone else is just kind of scientists, physicists, like and doctors, role. and things like that. So okay, yeah, that's fun. Uh, it's a wild movie, man. I give it a thumbs up. One of the highest, you know. Reviews I can give it. Okay, for sure. All right, uh, I want to see it now. If it turns out to be like Prometheus Two, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why you hate that movie so much. Prometheus doesn't like it. No, at all. Don't get him started either. Oh man, man. I, yeah, I know that is. <laughs> Run from the wheel in a, in, in a single straight it's line and he's prepping. Man, <laughs> serious. Everything was like toothy vaginas. Weird <laughs> <laughs> ass movie. All right, so the movie's called Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalie Portman, Oscar Isaac, you said Jennifer Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I, I kind of want to check it out just to find out what the hell. It's produced by Netflix, so you know, just to throw it out there. Like Netflix is the that, that's, that, that, that's not a plus in the show. We're talking to about me, it's a plus. The show we're talking about. Glad it wasn't like a Netflix show. premiere. You know what I mean? Yeah, I good. think you should watch this on the big screen. This is one of those things. Yep, you got to yep. go kind of experience with people. Be like, what? Yeah. The, you know, Netflix has been knocking out the park with death uh, with Death Note. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of things we panned over and, the past uh, uh, the few months. Full metal and stuff, full man. Metal, oh yeah, now with Jessica Jones, too. I did, I did, I did see the full metal review. I was like, oh, yeah. yes, concurrent. Right. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to kick it over. Wait, you gave it a, give it a thumbs, thumbs up? Thumbs up, absolutely. All right, solid. I'm going to kick it back over here to Rick Olive. Yes. You need something more catchy, man. Ricky Olive. Olive I like Rick Olive. Olive VR. It just stays. Olive, it's, olive VR. All of the R, no VR, 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 all of VR. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Kick, nah. it, kick it over to Olive Oil here. Uh, you got the um, you got to check out for PS4 the new game, uh, The Long Reach. Yeah. Now it's not not a very descriptive name. So you it's a weird name. Down, when I first name. when you sent me the link, I was like, The Long Reach. I'm like, Yeah, it's another Pat joke. <laughs> um, 
but when, Very when, nah. I, when yeah. I play I, the trailer, I save the porno comics for the thriller priest. Then I play the trailer, and I go to the link, and it's just like it just gave me this nostalgic, but then like this really futuristic sense of a game. Like, dude, I, I like if you if you remember when I texted back, I was like, dude, I really want to play this. This is awesome. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what it looked like to me, and you got to play it, so you can cooperate. This or not. Do you remember an old old game called um, uh, Flashback? No. Okay, an even older what game. What system was that? Uh, that was with Genesis. Ah. But okay, an older game then um, for PC, and I think they made console ports uh, called Out of This World. Okay, Out of This World was an old rotoscope game. Very beautiful backgrounds. Everything looked it was like shell shading before shell shading. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I remember know. that. Yep. Okay, that's the image that I got. Um, can you can you find an image of? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to pull some up from. Okay, that. so we'll, if you're watching this on video, I'll see if we can find an image of that. But it's it, either the old old games where it's like it's not quite pixel art. Like the animation is—it's like animated pixel. Like it, it, it's, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's pixel art, but it's um, it's definitely classic pixel art. But okay, well, I wouldn't say that it's anything outside of anything extra. Like the backgrounds were just as pixelated as the characters themselves. So like, because I remember, I think the game that you're talking about, the backgrounds are a little bit more um, beautiful and more. Uh, well, yeah, they were really like they had these scapes. Yeah, like everything was like, like landscapes that. where they really went into, into the detail. And I brought up um, uh, Flashback because that's a game that was made. Uh, it's, it wasn't even a spiritual success. It was just a ma- game that was made using the same technology. And a lot of people mm-hmm. thought they were related. If you look into them, they weren't. Um, and the problem with Flashback is it was a beautiful game, stupidly hard. <laughs> but it's, it's a game. It's a game. Hard. Oh yeah, dude! It's, it's one of those Genesis games where it's like you know the um, the classic trope of well, you got an old game, and back in my day, games were hard. You had to take yeah. time and learn and struggle, and you only had this three lives to get sense. through. This game, you had one life. You're on this planet. There's no instructions. The book didn't tell you anything except you're an alien. You're lost. You're in a bar. Someone's trying to kill you. At the end. And you could do cool stuff, but you could never live long in the game to find to learn cool stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a game where okay, I'm first talking about flashback. I mean, the long, but it's not even that. The long reach is pretty similar to that in the sense of, um, except you just have save points and checkpoints. Oh, well, you gonna spoil it? Shit, it's too save points. It's considered. It's considered an It's considered an action survival horror. Action survival. So, you know what my save point was? And the, and the premise... Exactly. And the premise of it... Well, when, after, you know, the premise of the story is basically... It's a, it's in a fictional town in America called... Uh, I want to say it's called Borville. It's spelled B-A-E-R-V-A-O-U. It's like a French name. B-A-V-R... I'm not sure if it's in, like, Tennessee or Ohio. It's some randomness. But it's in some fictional town in America. Exactly. Right. And it's in a fictional town in America, and basically the whole thing takes place in a uh, research science institute mm-hmm. where they're working on this technology where they transfer knowledge. It's called knowledge transfer technology. Mm-hmm. So this is what this is the scope of it. Um, the game starts off hilarious, which is why I wanted to play it because this was pretty much the trailer that when I clicked on the link, it was, and I actually right, played right. through it, and it was so awesome. Mm-hmm. You saw off as Calvin, and you're complaining about your girlfriend named Shelly. Shelly just happens to be one of the scientists working on the to project obviously um, so he's complaining about his girlfriend you know she left him some letter about how you're a bum you need to fix your life I don't need you but you need to go to you know the store and buy me some food anyway so you know like a punk <laughs> <laughs> he, he trucks his way to, go. And the he game trucks his way to the grocery store no you gotta get the right brand of milk <laughs> no apparently he's gonna get some gummies gummy like, yeah some like, like candy like candy gummies so he goes and he you talks to everybody because like, I guess he's from this town and then he, he happens to run into Shelly's like aunt 
and he's having this and he sparked this great conversation about how oh she's such a good girl she's like super uh, strong woman she's gonna lead the way and he's like yeah she's also blah 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 I don't wanna it say the like word it's like Shenmue where you can like <laughs> an, an object in the game will be well you gotta ride the bus to the corner store and then you gotta pay for the goods and then you I ride actually the bus like home Shenmue, though. Like, a lot. Yeah, Shenmue was Shenmue okay was great until I realized like, yeah. it was a Dreamcast it was a Dreamcast game it was one of the originals Alright, we'll, we'll talk about that well, later. Sorry, short. Um, yeah, because yeah, you'll go into a rant and we'll argue all night. I appreciate Shenmue um, for what uh. it did. Um, so basically, what, what happens is something goes wrong, like every movie or video game with a research institute working on some new technology. Mm-hmm. And because it's knowledge transfer technology, apparently everybody's nightmares have been projected onto the town. So people go into this very into a psychological crazy rage if they're affected by it. Okay, that sounds dark. I don't want to go into detail about how uh, what happened because that's such a huge part of the story of how uh, why it happened. Mm-hmm. So that one you'll you'll have to discover and play the game just to figure mm-hmm. that out. But it just everybody gets affected by it. So you can be in any situation randomly and get attacked like like some. some but everybody's iteration of this um, psychological rage is different. So you got one guy. Who, so it's their own nightmares. Like so, I'm like essentially pee and all of a sudden like a giant shark. No, I wouldn't it's say like no. It's just people. Like, uh, the people are enraging their head psychologically. Uh, so you're walking yeah, around yeah. trying, trying to figure out what's happening, and you're trying to fix it because you're you're actually playing stand as one of the guys who worked on the project, mm. and you're just trying to fix it. And it's and the game's very fun. It's like, it's just a lot of puzzles. The and there's all these cats just like freaking out. Well, it's not so much freaking out. Like you can like at, like in Calvin's sake, he came out from trying. Uh, the guy gets affected by it. Um, he's trying to help out this guy named uh, the strange guy. That's the name of the guy in the game. <laughs> so the strange guy goes nuts in the in the, in the store, uh, you know, his hometown little convenience store, and he runs into her aunt. The aunt's there. Everybody's there trying to help this guy. He goes back to make a phone call. Mm-hmm. Comes and then he hears this rummaging, stuff being broken, yelling, "Oh my god!" Comes back out. Everything's dark. There's a whole bunch of blood on the floor. Somebody's face got hacked off. Jesus. Yeah, and this is a pistol art game. <laughs> he picks and, it up and wears it. And then all of a sudden, the strange guy comes up behind me, knocks me the hell out. I fall, and then he takes an axe to my back and chops me in half. In strange it. guy, what the Classic hell? Classic strange guy. Yeah. 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 I mean, strange guy, I had your back, man. Guy. What's going on? He just said, you know, in his conversation with strange guy was pretty hilarious. It was, hey, strange guy. Hey, what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Okay, I'm gonna go into oh, the back strange and get guy. Some help. So like, oh, so you just walk away from the strange guy who didn't answer you. Like, right, <laughs> I hate Calvin. to live in a world. Don't where ever you turn can't your back on. No wonder Shelly left you, Calvin. No wonder Shelly. Seriously. Um, <laughs> but the game moved forward uh, after that. That I love the intro. The intro captured me, and I loved it. And moving forward, that uh, the game goes right into the research institute, which is where where most of it takes place. Mm-hmm. And you're just basically rummaging around this this huge facility, trying to figure out what's going on, trying to trying to solve the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you pick up random items, and everything you pick up pretty much has a, a use. A bottle of water can potentially be of use down the road. You just have to keep mm. it in your inventory. Uh, you have to look for certain keys and whatever. Uh, while dodging people in within the institute who are enraged and psychologically just psychotic, and you know you can walk down the hall into another room and some guy's eating somebody that he just killed. And the side, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm passed by the mess hall. Someone is enjoying lunch. You just hear it. What was really good about this game was the 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 audio in this game was great and the soundtrack was perfect for the setting, like the eerie music. 
It was very uh, like eighties eerie, you know, style like music. Stranger Things not, type of soundtrack. Just a little bit, like maybe closer into the nineties feel of like some type of a horror film. Like it just had a okay. really right, right, sound, right. like kind of synthy. You know what I mean? Synth-y, like yeah. like, yeah. like, like Friday the Thirteenth, but the later ones. Yeah, the later ones. I would yeah. I would go in that range. Um, right, and to, and the audio was just great. I mean, when you hear the guy eating the other person, yeah, you hear guts being moved around. You hear Turn crunching, like bone cracking. I'm like, yo, that's pretty good audio. Um, walk, walk, walk. I'm in this game. And you can hide, which is great because, you know, obviously, like, you come into a room, you can yeah. turn on the light, and it's very interactive. Like, for a, for a pixelated game, it's very interactive. Everything's yeah, around. I mean, with that word. Huh? You, like, for, I know, for, for, I have a short for a Pescopalian game. Um, I have a short tongue. That's a problem. <laughs> it could be a real thing. It's true. I got. I got. My son has it. My son yeah. has the same issue. Like I was like, Dude, you're born with this. My gift to you. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, but once, yeah, the, the game was fun. The puzzles are great because you know you, you're scaling different floors. So something that you need on the fifth, fourth floor of the institute can be needed and used down on the first floor. Then unlocks another level of the game, and then you're moving forward. Um, the only thing I didn't like about the game was the, um, just the dialogue. It was really slow. Um, and are, you, are you reading it or are you hearing it? You're reading it. And there's no, there's like just sound, uh, just sound effects. That's all you get in the game. It's music, the, the background music, the sound effect, the, you know, the opening of doors, the closing mm-hmm. of the back and stuff. <laughs> but most of it, most of the dialogue takes place to you reading it, which is fun. You get some type of option uh, with certain dialogues. Most of the time it's very linear, it's very direct. It just kind of guides you mm-hmm. just to get you through the story. And then um, I'm leaving it there because I'm halfway through it and I actually enjoyed it. I'm pissed that I pissed uh, I didn't download it from my Vita because it's something I would love to play on. Wait, can you can you do that? Yeah. Like, well, if you have a Plus account, you can be able to like move stuff. If it's compatible, you can move it from back and forth. And it was announced for the Switch as well, so you can get this on PS4. You can get this Ooh, on Switch. You can get this on Xbox One. Um, definitely a great indie game. It's made by Painted Black. Uh, I want to say Painted Black Games. And um, like the Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's the first thing that popped in my head when I heard it. And um, that's pretty much it. Like, that's my view. I give it two thumbs up. It's a great... The puzzles are pretty interesting. Like, um, they're... Like puzzles and then, like... They're, they're logical eating puzzles. Like, there's logical oh, yeah. solutions to the puzzles, but it just takes time for you to, like, you know, uh, you may need, like, this piece of wrench, but the wrench is on the fifth floor, so right, you want right, to know right. the wrench is in the that's game until you get to the fifth floor, so you have to go around. I got you. And then you put it together, and it's pretty fun, and, and um, I don't know how long the game is, but I'm pretty sure it's long enough to enjoy it. How long have you uh, been playing it so far? Uh, I got it, it on Saturday, and I gave it a good six, seven hour rush, mm-hmm. so um, I really, it was, I, I'm assuming I'm halfway through it. All right. So now, you, know. you haven't mentioned like how you operate in this game offensively. You said offensively, dude gets, like, there's a lot, but you get weapons. You get to pick up like a pipe, obviously. Like you get a bunch of stuff. And yeah, weapons. So after the, you the, the action is after you spoke up. <laughs> they definitely needed it. Um, you, you you attack, but you just it's a lot of running because once they're in psychological rage, they're like uber powerfully adrenaline rushed characters. Mm-hmm. So like like like, like I told you, style. Calvin walked out of the back room. The guy just came out of nowhere, bashed me in the back of the head. Strange. Guy. I'm sitting Strange there guy. like. Strange guy, you didn't even give me five seconds to defend myself. That's awesome. And then he hacked me with the axe. I'm like, wow, strange guy, that's pretty cool. So can you, can know, you, de- can you defend, or is that just part of the story? No, that was just part of the story for that piece. Now, once the game, you know, once you get full control of the main character standing, you play the game. You're, um, you definitely get to defend yourself. You just have to be uh, realistically thoughtful of your approaches in your battles, because again, they're in a, an adrenaline race, so like they're gonna overpower you in a second. You're like halfway scared through the game, so. Um, you know, you get to defend yourself with a pipe. I do. I did a lot more hiding than I did fighting. But when I had to smash somebody's head in with the pipe and wipe them out real quick, I did, and it was fun. 
It was very gory. Why do you say it all banal like that? Well, you know, when I had to smash someone's head. I think I'm desensitized. Like, I played so much about it. someone's head. Yo, it came out their mouth. This dude, strange guy, came up. Gotta put hands on me. Strange, put yeah. hands on him. This dude won't play rough with hatchets. Yo, take this. I, I think pipes. I think Calvin forgave the strange guy because strange guy killed his his girlfriend's aunt. So <laughs> I think it was a wash. Okay, so it's like you, you take out the mother-in-law, suddenly you get brownie points. And it's like, I, I, I can take a little punch in the back I mean, You should have read the letter, though. It was pretty bad. Man. Yeah, get a life, but go buy me some food. Like, oh yeah, really, Shelly? Kick rocks. Yo, damn, <laughs> you can right. kick rocks, Shelly. Wait, so is I'm this getting like... my stuff, and I'm gonna get gummies for what myself. Kind of, what kind of domestic violence <laughs> simulator was this? Yo, hold on a second. It was a great game, man. Uh, thanks for the cover. It was really fun. All right, so the game is you would like it. It's the definitely long rally. I'm liking what I'm hearing until you got to. It's like, all right, well then, I you know I grabbed the knife and I cut him, and then you know, dude, hit me, <laughs> and then I went back home and got yelled at by my girlfriend. So, like, <laughs> like, damn, I just right. like that. All oh, that's falling apart around you. Like, oh, you're still oh, getting yelled at by the girlfriend. Go pick me up, my order. Yeah, like it's like it's like that. I got cow zone. Remember Max Payne? Where there's like a, there's a whole level where you have to like, you have, yeah, yeah, you have to hear a baby crying in the back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, 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 yeah, that was such a great game. But you playing long reach like you're, ch- you're getting chased by people who are eating, who are eating like you know other people's faces, and the whole time you hear, "Why did you get milk? What you want? Get back in the job!" This whole time, like there's only one sip of milk left in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. psychological warfare. Pop some painkillers. Like <laughs> that's what I used to love about they just pop mad painkillers. Like seriously, yeah, that whole game was like drugs are your friend. Like, Max Payne wasn't like the most they're your only friend too. Addicted person on the planet. You choose so many painkillers during that. Yo, game. you know what I'm upset about? Game, yeah. If they do, if they do the long reach like they did Max Payne with a movie star and like well it probably wouldn't be um, Wahlberg was in the movie wasn't it yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Wahlberg it was horrible garbage ass movie so garbage. Dude, at one point in the, in the movie this dude like gets up he takes those painkillers gets up he stands outside roars and, and two buildings behind him man. blow up yeah, what's what like, was up with what, you know what, what just, I'm throwing it out there what was up with like the supernatural aspect of it oh, Max Payne yeah I don't know where they were going with that film like I'm, yeah, like so I, can't remember. I just remember there being like some type of crow lady. I'm like, where the hell did that? Okay, come from? well, the first, the first, the first, the game at least. I can't speak for a movie. You know yeah. that mess. Uh, the game, he's dying. Yeah. And the thing is, he's like, he's like, he just needs to stay alive long enough to kill the people that killed his yeah. family. But yeah. He's, he's like, he's, dying he's completely okay with being on the way out. Yeah. And yeah. the whole thing, he's drugged out the whole time. He's bleeding out the whole time. And you just have to live long enough to take these fools out. Yeah, and somehow, th- like, I need to, I need to kill like the junkies that broke into my house. Starts off with that. To suddenly, I'm taking out the mafia and I'm using the environment and the to work my way yeah, up to like right. the Yeah, it finishes. It finishes in, in like this this Jackie Chan and uh, end scene skyscraper where it's like you got to shoot in off the warehouse. What do you call it, like a radio? You gotta shoot down like a radio tower, so it like uh, breaks the head. So like uh, lands on a helicopter, and a dude comes out, and you fight super soldiers. It's like, where did this thing go completely left? Where it's like it, it turns into off. Die Hard real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Not even Die Hard. <laughs> die Hard would be like, you, Die Hard. This dude's afraid of death. Max Payne is like just popping pills and jumping off buildings. Like what kind of? Get the okay, black leather jacket. And he's got the bat. And he's hobbling around. Yeah, the whole time he's stylized. The whole time he got them gaiters on, <laughs> and uh, and this leather jacket that they never gets scuffed, never gets dirty, never gets. Uh, yeah. Serious. Max Payne, great game. Really horrible. Movie. All right, so, so <laughs> all right, so we're talking about the long reach, spiritual success of the Max Payne. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. The we're long reach actually does it. sound pretty good. It's for PS4. It's available now. Um, pixelated gore and horror. Well, actually, is it horror? I didn't even ask. That. It's horror. It's horror. Okay, it's considered a horror game. Well, it's it's actual survival guts horror. Guts sound. He said so. It's yeah, that's uh, the thing I asked about, man. You kind of glossed over that because it's like you. 
you're in this place and you just hear like. Well, it's like you, uh, you shift you turn into around. You shift into different rooms. So once you go into a door, it sh- uh, the uh, it fades into the next room. Mm-hmm. The levels they so uh, it scrolls. It's a scroller, so it's it, it scrolls. You so much space, mm-hmm. but you're in like a closed space. So you just hear the guy over in the left side of the room eating somebody's guts. It's like munching. Okay. And it's very realistic. I'm just like it. Just I feel like they just really recorded something like know. this. I don't know. So, I know so, I'm really good right. with audio. Just, it was very really vivid, and the, mm. and the ambiance of the music added to that, which sold it. And it was just, you know, you hear everything. You hear your footsteps. You hear when you pass by the paper, you hear the paper go. Ah, you play with the lights out. Yeah, yeah you Hell play no. the lights out at night. Uh, you no, my game I ever played with the lights out is uh, Resident Evil. I just stopped doing it. Yeah, I remember when the first yeah. one came out, and that snake would come out of the um, uh, out of the chim- uh, out of the it fireplace. Was the it, was it was the, the fire- attic. It was the attic in the fireplace. Yeah, that cat at that out, yeah. time simultaneously and I was in the dark <laughs> simultaneously my cat at the time rubbed against my leg <laughs> I was like oh crap almost knowing it's like, like I'm just mess with him that was like dude that was the first time I ever played any Resident Evil game Resident Evil was my and the last time you probably my cat. top 10 game ever because yeah. it just gave me that much of a, of a scare like you know that initial feel of it no I don't I never, I, never, I never touched those things man I played them with the lights <laughs> on <laughs> in the middle of the daytime in the summer for yeah. real you know what you know what, you know what, you know what got me nightmare Creatures, okay, the game where you're in like the 1700s and you're being chased. Oh by. yeah, I remember that. That was actually really good. It was creepy as hell, is what it was. I wouldn't say really good. No, it was, was alright. Like I enjoyed it for the PlayStation at the time. Like it was a good game for the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah no, you're, you're right for the PlayStation. Also kept the lights on on that sucker. <laughs> um, no, I remember the first. See, now here's the thing. I worked backwards. I played Resident Evil and then um, and two, but the first one I played ever was uh, Code Veronica X for the PS2. Okay, okay. And I only played that because, like, three games that I wanted to buy when I got my first PS2 were sold out at the store. And I tried to go to Best Buy, and I'm like, damn, okay. I really want something. I got to play this damn system. I got it. Um, What can I get? Uh, 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 Okay, Code Veronica X. What's that? Resident Evil game. Resident Evil popular? Let me give that a shot. Sure. And it came with uh, Devil May Cry. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a great combo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I got Code Veronica X. Played it the first time. Uh, those dogs jumped out of me from an from an alley. I'm like, you don't know. Mm, 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 mm. I hated those dogs. Oh, good. <laughs> hey, it's the tank controls, man. So it messed me bugs, up so bad. So well, here's the thing. It's like, oh, okay. You know, I'm done with that. Let me let me try this other uh, game that I got, and I popped in the Devil May Cry sampler, and I'm like, yo. What kind of, I'm doing tricks up like flip the I'm knocking these cats up in the air with my sword, then I pull the gun. That was like I'm one like, of the first games that had aerial combat. Yes, yes yeah. it was. Um, perfected it actually. Yeah, made perfect. it and perfected it. Well you could juggle in fighting games, but it wasn't like, you know, boom, my favorite juggle. Well, it was like you like, join them up there. Yeah. So like you hit that, you hit that, you launch them into the air, then yeah. you jump up and then you start slashing them mid-air. And I was well, bring them back down, then you just keep yourself up with your gunshots. Yeah, and just shoot them right yeah. up there. That was that was Good because yo, I got so sadistic with this mess. I know. And once they once like you kept hitting them, and then it's it says stylish. Yeah. I'm like yo, this game is giving me points for technique. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm like slaughtering this dude up. Yeah. Well, you know what's bugged yeah. out? Um, uh, in one of my in one of my uh, one of my um, I think it was my f- second year film class. No, no, actually, um, my uh, my final year film class. Um, it was a class on uh, giving speeches, and I gave a speech. You had to record yourself and present that to the class. I gave a speech on um, on uh, uh, how to um, make making and then uh, and then uh, running QA on video games yeah. and had my speech did it in the lab and everything and then I made an end credit reel where I used all footage from my like, games and I closed it out with Devil May Cry and no one had ever seen that before because it was it was brand new um, no one had ever seen that before and the second they saw this dude take the sword swipe up 
and then I'm like doing all this stuff to these cats in the in midair. Yo, like everyone forgot about Bam's speech. So you can't, <laughs> it's kind of messed up. You're getting credits that. to your own speech. Like, what was the credits? At me. At me. Uh, I, 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 I credit the professor, the, the company that let me use the lab uh, and stuff like okay. that. And uh, the folks who made the game. But yeah, say it was like like one a, name just over and over and over. Well, in retrospect, yeah. I see it was kind of Patrice Bourne. Yeah, but at the time, I was the man. Because everyone's like, I, 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 I think I got like a B on the speech. Mm. But everyone like, what? Yo, what was that at the end? What was that? I gotta, I gotta find out what is that? And you know, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was ill. What can I say? Yeah. You know, so modest too. I'm humble about it now. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, damn, we got so far off the I point. I, well, first of all, okay, that was good nostalgia right there. It, it was, <laughs> but I want to check out the long reach now, mostly because it sounds like every game I wanted to play um, back when I first got like a uh, a, a, a CDI. Wow, remember that? Wow. Yeah. So, it's, well, all those games were like, well, you have Mario games that you play on the side. You have a Genesis where I'm Sonic running through, you know, or uh, or I'm playing Street Fighter. And then they have these weird-ass games where I'm just this figure in this random haunted house. And there's, like, mutants and, 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 and aliens coming at me. And everything wants to eat my face. I'm like, God damn, all right. Let's see what's going on here. This was before Resident Evil, so I didn't know what real horror was. You know, I could play those in the dark. You know, yeah. I, I'd be all right. I think probably the first game that really did it, and I think did it well, was the Friday Thirteenth on the NES. Friday. Oh, wow. oh wait, that was the uh, one where um, you were being chased. Yeah, Jason yeah. would randomly pop up, and he was going around the camp and killing. Yeah, I hated that. Killing people, and you had to chase them down and kind of scare them away by throwing like rocks or knives at them. It was actually really well done, and it was scary, legit scary. No, I'm a wimp. I couldn't even play Jaws for uh, original Nintendo. Jaws, looks like you never got there. <laughs> like he comes at him like through the controller. And the game's easy up until the boat. Game's stupid up until the boat. Up until the boat. <laughs> yeah, I could never so stalk hard. any of them. Mm. Um, damn, you know what's really scary though? Punky Skunk for the PlayStation. Punky Brewster too. That episode when she got locked in the fridge. No joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that episode so perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Everyone knows so, that one. Oh, Actually, no. Nah, a lot of our audiences are cats. Didn't they try to blame three. Cherry for that? And yeah, she was in there. It was most likely Cherry's fault. She was a bad influence. <laughs> yeah, of course, the blowing yeah. black hair. <laughs> 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 of course, it's Cherry's fault. A cherry, Damn you, Cherry. A Cherry and Margot, the uh, this uh, young girl. Cherry, that, we talked about this being. Well, hold on, the dynamic. You had, you had Cherry, the one black girl who got blamed for everything. You had Margot, the spoiled girl who. The, I remember one of the biggest uh, plot points was she, the rich girl, lost all her money. Huge <laughs> tragedy on the show. <laughs> My money's gone. Yeah, you got you got uh, Punky. This uh, what, what was she? She was like what six years old. Sound like a forty-five-year-old lifelong smoker. We'll go, we'll go <laughs> she was a little older than that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my sorry, eight years, eight years old. <laughs> eight. Punky, yeah. You know who looks like an older Punky Brewster? Who? Uh, Jessica Jones. <laughs> Jessica Jones. Hmm. Well, on the point of shoddy segues, yeah, I'm gonna give it to you because we do have to talk about Jessica Jones season two, the follow-up to the actual, actually really successful uh, Jessica Jones season one yeah. mm. um, that came out last year. We did a great review of it, but I mean, yeah, that okay, was so, like a... pause, hold on. We did a review of it where we gave it a great rating. That sounded like I was really yeah, uh, yeah. You know, our review was great. Yeah, oh, <laughs> which it probably was. Though. But uh, yeah, that was but like no. a show that kind of came out of nowhere too. Like it I, did, no yeah. one was like it was on. On anybody's radar. Like well, she's she's stuff. like a she's like a B maybe C tier character of the right. universe. She had yeah. a a book that lasted. Um, what was it like? Uh, what was it, two runs? If even what uh, it was mm -hmm. Alias. Two. In like yeah, in yeah, like investigations. Uh, did she have, did she have the team up? 
Uh, with Luke Cage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he had the team up and then that was it. No, um, b- both brief rerun series back in like 2000, between 2000 and 2003. But, uh, yeah, so not a, not since, a popular character by any stretch. No, right? not at all. Since then, she's been a, um, like she's a, a uh, very deep character. Like, she's, uh, there's a lot to her. She yeah. herself, yeah. yeah. But she's been a, uh, an alternate Avenger, one of yeah. the, uh, D team Avengers. Mm-hmm. When, just before you call out the Great Lakes Avengers, you call out Jewel. <laughs> that was her, that was her superhero name. And she's retired. And in her own title, she became a private detect- investigator. And her best friend is Captain Marvel. I think that's the biggest um, uh, claim to fame where you'll uh, see her in the books yeah. these days. Yet somehow they really took a gamble on giving her a Netflix series. Mm. And it paid off. The first series was dope. Well, it's like they were really hurting for like strong female characters kind of to lead a series. And they had really just hit it out of the park with this one, especially this season. Mm-hmm. And all the you know the climate of Hollywood and everything that's going on, like she yeah. is definitely like the woman to lead the charge. Absolutely, and kind of like that. Don't define me, and she even says it pretty much as much as that is. Like, keep telling me who I am and see what happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like that's that style, and that's exactly what we need right now. And it, this, she's yeah, she's a great. Bad time in Hollywood. I'm character. surprised that Jessica Jones was the first one to do it because now we've seen two seasons of Jessica Jones, yet there has not been a solo Black Widow property. And I think that's the thing that people are really clamoring for. Right. And I think only for a while now, now. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Only now with the success, with the recent success as of this um, broadcast, at least of Black Panther and of Wonder of DC's Wonder Woman, uh, are we seeing that studios are saying these are characters that we never had faith in before and never, could never then carry their own property? And now with Jessica Jones being um, well, Jessica Jones season one being as uh, good and well done as it was, well received as it was, uh, I think now possibly we'll get that Black Widow movie. But going back to the matter at hand with Jessica Jones, who has not fallen out of the public eye since season one, because yeah. we saw her in uh, we the saw, Defenders. We yeah. saw her in the Defenders. My parents and Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Partnered up with Luke Cage, with um, uh, Iron Fist, and with Daredevil. Um, so now we get to see, and that uh, dude, honestly, if you remember Jessica Jones in those, did you all watch Defenders? Yeah, I watched mm-hmm. all of it. She, she was there pretty much to make like a badass comment and then a uh, quick quip. They didn't really flesh her out as much and, as and we Well, she's pretty much the, like, I got better stuff bad. to do, like, I don't want to be here type character. You know, that's that's her. Like, the alcoholic, like, I just, like, I want to get my stuff done. It's all about me. Like, Which is kind of true to her. the character in the comics, because she did go through, like, bouts of depression in the comic and stuff like this. So I think they captured that part of the character really yeah. pretty well. And I, I, I'm not going to take away Kristen Ritter's effort, effort on that. Mm-hmm. Um, this season, though, it's just, um, like I told you, season one was great. It wasn't perfect because it's slow as hell, but yeah. once Kilgrave got introduced and they picked up the speed with Kilgrave, sold. Mm. And it was fantastic from every episode it's on It's a that. great villain, too. You know, yeah, it's just a great... And, the, you know, the actor, shout out to... I forgot the name of the actor. David already. Tennant. How can you... Yeah. Thank you. David but Tennant was one of the one of the foremost the doctors, uh, Doctor yeah. Who. But he uh, was, was a great like symbol for, you like, forgot, that man. Boss. You forgot? Yeah, I did. You are dismissed, sir. How dare you? Damn it. The Tenth Doctor. All right, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. I'm just saying he was a great symbol for like you know the man, the sort of control that they have over yeah. everybody. You know what I mean? It was toxic and, uh, masculinity personified. Exactly. Yeah. exactly now, did you see Jessica? Um, Jones season one. Yeah. No, uh, the second one. Did you watch any? Of the second I've been. One? I haven't finished it. Okay, me neither. Yeah, what yeah, episode yeah. are you on? Three. 
Oh, okay, okay. you've got a you've got a you've got a lot of suck to go through, my friend. Yeah, it gets All right, worse. We're drawn out, man. What we're talking about is Jessica Jones on Netflix. It started off as the story of this private detective who also is a um, I want to say metahuman. I'm not sure if that's a specific enhanced. Species. I think they call she's themselves yeah, enhanced, enhanced humans. Yeah, okay, she's that. an enhanced human. She's somebody who actually has powers, and that you'd think would be a boon. Any story that you see involving a character who gets superpowers, suddenly their life um, it complicates a bit, but that's usually a, a good thing. In Jessica Jones' universe, that's like the bane of her existence because yeah. it's brought her nothing but like hard times and like poor, like crappy relationships. And uh, she's had it for a while season, too, so she's been living with it for a good chunk of time. Yeah, she got it not, during. Not, it gives her yeah. like responsibility, which she tries to avoid. For me, that's what it is. Yeah, you know, what I, I mean? can see that. I can see that. In the first season, it was approached um, as a detriment that she has to deal with and make do with, and also improve her quality of life. That also uh, uh, evolves into working through uh, issues with depression, working through alcoholism, and dealing with other people's the influence of other people's addictions on her own, um, and also a lot of people. TSD. It was a very, very intricate series. A lot of uh, deep topics were covered, and it did a great job in presenting them with uh, respect and realistic perspective. And in the end, even though it was slow, we got an ultimately good show. Now, with season two, Jessica's um, still dealing with the, uh, I guess, the uh, the fallout from the events of us uh, of the of a uh, season one. Um, the relationships that she had kind of broken, uh, ha some have to be mended, some are just gone entirely. And how is she going to pick up the pieces? How is she going to continue on? And how is the story going to evolve yeah. now that, you know, spoiler for the first season if you haven't seen it, now that her primary um, antagonist in life is gone? Um, now what new challenges is she facing? And this is all that season two promised. And I was jazzed for this going in. I was excited. Yeah. Um, because, dude, I really liked season one. I was anxious uh, to see, after Defenders, how they would continue her previous relationships, yeah. how um, the characters from the Defenders would factor into this new season. You know, how would the relationship with Luke Cage affect her standing now that she's a more public figure? And how would she be able to continue her business? You know, uh, she's affected the lives of other characters in that world. How would they progress? And, dude, I was excited. Mm. Um, and I also got to say, just full disclosure, and you all let me know if I'm alone or not, I was very disappointed in how it panned out. Uh, really? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Adam, you sound like you're different, man. What do you got? I mean, I haven't finished it. That's what I'm saying. Well, so, from, like, from, I can't... from what you've seen, lay it on us, brother. Like, I think, I mean, it starts off all right. You know what I mean? It's promising. Like I said, I can't speak on the whole scope of it because I haven't got there but it's it's you know there's no part of goal at the end of the rainbow man maybe it's fitting to the character though you know what I mean because she is a very dark character we talk about depression the alcoholism you know what I mean sometimes it's like everyone's like oh it's gonna be okay like no maybe it's not yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Maybe there everything isn't sunshine and rainbows. Maybe just because you have these powers doesn't make everything okay. There's not someone to save you all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'll, I'd probably actually like that more if she stays dark and stays, you know what I mean, troubled. And I like I like the gritty, I like her gritty attitude. I just disliked Rita's performance this time around. I feel, yeah, like, really. I feel like she okay. kind of checked out. Yeah, not, not only her, but her sister and uh, a lot of the the main actors, except for the lawyer Jerry. She yeah. she's um, still put on Jerry a top notch performance. And uh, as I've mentioned earlier, the that older lady at the wig store, she was oh, phenomenal. <laughs> okay, Johnny cracking bad jokes. If anyone, <laughs> yeah, she was legitimately before. good. 
I actually liked it. Okay, all right. All Small right. cameo, but it was good. Yeah, there was a, there was a lady. There was a wig store involved, and there was a decent performance there that lasted all of seventeen seconds on camera. It was Disney short. Show. It was a very short scene. Yeah, well, um, but no, you mentioned Carrie Ann Moss, who gave they tried to give a new dimension to this character, and I think that's one of the main points that they dropped the ball because mm-hmm. it's like they tried to. Uh, they, I feel they tried to give her an arc, and I can see how they tried to make her uh, one antagonistic, then sympathetic. Yeah. Then uh, around that third point, it's like vengeful, yeah. and then at the at the crux of it, um, she's pretty much uh, a broken person yeah. that was completely unable to like to put put the pieces back together. Yeah. And I'm like, I see where you're going with this, and if this was like. I, I, I don't know, Requiem for a Dream or something. That would actually be really powerful. But it's Jessica Jones. Lighten the F up and just tell us the story. And the whole thing is, it felt very out of place. Yeah. Like, you can't go too dark. There was too much being done. Like a, 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 yeah. Too many side stories? Yeah, too yes. many side and, stories. Yeah. And when the, the problem with that is, I, I don't mind side stories, side stories in certain movies and certain situations mm-hmm. or series or whatever, but it's, it's when the side stories take away from the main. Right, yeah, and, I'm, and I got more interested okay, in what happened to, to Karen, Jerry yeah, yeah, yeah. than I'm like, yeah, you know, back to Jessica. Oh yeah, yeah, hurry up with that crap. I just want to see what happens to uh, Hogarth. You know what I mean? Like, it, was, it was also the moment to moment uh, scene play that was happening where the dialogue exchange between characters felt so unnatural. Almost mm. every single scene, it just felt stiff. With written, no natural. Is that poorly written, or is it like I think bad acting? I think, it was I think it's the writing. This time. Yeah, okay. yeah, and that's the thing. Um, just uh, 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 Kristen Ritter is not a bad actress. No, no. you know, and the thing is, she her seems performance kind of stock. Like, I don't think there's a lot of range there. She seems yeah. to kind of well, believe the just, same. Just, that's Jones, like, that's a great label. Stock was a problem. Yeah. Jessica Jones was the range though, because before this, she hasn't really done like deep, broken characters. She was no, but she has that kind of the you know the. Furled eyebrows, you know what I mean? Like the straight, like yeah. But she got that very cubie doll nose, offensive. man. You can't, you can't like. Oh, well, it's a sequel. You can't really change the main character. No, yeah. I'm just saying, like in other roles I've seen her, she kind of plays that like straight ahead, very blunt, almost offensive uh, like if you type wanna, character. If you want to get really I mean, deep with, 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 with the dissection of it, it's like uh, when you were talking about some of the stuff that's happening in Hollywood and how they addressed it, and they did. Mm. In their quasi way, if you remember some of the stuff that was happening with the director. Yes. So they addressed some of that stuff that was happening, mm. but then she turns around and does like indiscriminate crap with the superintendent. And I'm like, but you just sat here and just like fought yeah, for this whole dialogue. That, 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 you know, the poor writing, man. Like, yeah, that's, that's very poor writing. That's problem yeah. with the show and the first season. And I, I, I won't, I won't keep comparing it to the first season from my review. Yeah. That's a, that's a shoddy way to look at it. I'm just making the point that the first season covered a lot of heavy topics and a lot of different points. And this felt more like they took the basis of that story and made a glorified soap opera where everyone in every scene is either having sex or doing drugs indiscriminately and kind of like out of the blue. Um, it kind of earns my thumbs down because of that, and it hurts to do that because I was so excited for the season, and I had such high hopes after season one, which I thought was slow, was kind of a slog, but it all comes together towards the end. Yeah. And as I wrapped up Jessica Jones, I saw there's so little dimension to each of these characters where you'd think there would be. You'd think there would be yeah. just, like, depths. You'd think there'd be so much, like, more nuances to the performances, and then the material that they present would be, like... I, I expected a bigger payoff, a better payoff, a more well-thought-out payoff, and at times, they introduced Foggy Nelson. He does yeah. nothing. 
Um, you think you'd see more characters from uh, the Defenders. You know, this is an established storyline that they've developed. We don't see any of that. They created and, a universe, and they're not using it. Yeah, and yeah. that wouldn't be enough to, like, tank something. But the fact that I felt so let down by how cheap it felt. Yeah. You know, you mentioned there's a scene, there's a, uh, a bit with uh, the superintendent of her building. Where it's like there's a hate, there's a hate love relationship. There's, yeah. there's a hateful relationship. There's a loving relationship. There's a sexual relationship. There's a hate, hateful relationship again. There's a loving relationship again, and the whole thing was, I don't know, man. It was like it was like it was not realistic for what how normal people sort of operate. Now I get Jessica Jones as a character is a super person that has crazy abilities, and she has like very just disturbing sort of uh, emotional. Uh, type issues of issues with, yeah. with her character, and that's fine. But to see like another character who, I guess, his backstory uh, is not as uh, normal as, as anything. But mm-hmm. like he recognized early on that Je- Jessica, he needs to stay away from Jessica Jones, and you know things happen, and just how these characters sort of behave, and you could tell. You could see it coming up like, oh, alright, I get it. Uh, Jessica Jones and this character, they're gonna they're gonna bump uglies very, very shortly. Yeah. And or or at least establish a relationship. This is gonna be the long term love interest. Yeah, and but there like, was a lot of behold, that. That's that's actually essentially with this season, it, it's like an origin story. Like they're gonna basically tell you where she came from, how she got to be where she's at, but it was poorly done. Oh, very poorly done. Like One I think you, can't, I you really... can't follow it. Like, like you're in episode three. Mm. You're just starting to see the start of it, mm. and it, it caught me for a second. I'm like, all right, I'm excited. I want to see like where this because I know the origin story in the books. Like she met, she was in love with Peter Parker. She met Peter Parker, and then the accident happened. So they follow it to a certain point, mm. and then they deviate to their own Netflix world, which is fine. It I was just poorly was done. Right. Like I couldn't, I couldn't follow. Like after season ap- episode four, I fell asleep, came back to it, <laughs> and, <laughs> then I, and, so and then done, like, you I, I, I watched it. Like, no, like I legit, no. Following well, is not that hard. Let me, let me, let me, let me compound on that because I, I, I know exactly what you're saying, and I, I think that I, I hypothesized a reason for that. I don't have any specific, um, like the only evidence I have is that they made several changes. To um, allow them to do different things in different yeah. parts of this universe, yeah. uh, Jessica Jones in the comics. One of the things that affects her personality is, or I guess, uh, bounces off her personality and gives a good uh, character dynamic is her best friend is um, is uh, Carol Danvers, is uh, Captain Marvel. Mm. Mm-hmm. But she's not introduced in this series. They've replaced her with Hellcat, with uh, Patsy Walker, her adopted sister, Trish. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's a completely different character in the comics. And what they've tried to do is they've tried to kind of. Um, uh, um, uh, mold the story so that that relationship fits more and that's one of the major tenets of her character in the comics like that's what she bounces off of and I think it's because they're doing the Captain Marvel movie so they have to keep this character separate from the Netflix universe right. because it's going to be in the MCU so they've, they've done a lot no of sense. like tap dancing around there yeah and the whole it thing it makes no sense it's like you, you created the MCU for a reason mm-hmm. to bring in these extra B-list characters so you can make money off of them you got a great relationship with Captain Marvel mm-hmm. attach it to the Netflix universe Make your fucking money. Sorry. Sorry, but make your damn money, bro. And the like, thing is, it's poignant. What's the problem? Yeah, yeah they're wrong. shooting themselves in the foot. And I, I think, now, mind you, I'm not making excuses. I'm just guessing that that's one, of the, that's one of the main reasons this series ended up being such a letdown. Because they're trying to write around their own initial foibles. I exactly. figure the initial thinking was, we'll do Jessica Jones. We'll get a season of a, uh, an interesting, um, like, non uh, a team character, non you know Captain America, uh, you know Thor and Iron Man, not non one of those roster, characters. Yeah. Exactly, not thank you, uh, non main roster character, and then we'll just go about our business. Well, I think the, the difference between popular. Marvel movies and everything else, especially with like the TV and the Netflix series, is 
the movies have the long game down. They know exactly what they want to do from movie to movie, from year to year. They have the whole long game structured and it plays out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Where the Netflix series seems to be trying to do that and it's just messing up every once in a while and it's making yeah. a big difference. But even Mar- you know Marvel's I mean? Agents like, of S.H.I.E.L.D. has some correlation with the MCU. Like right. certain events that have uh, occurred in the MCU affect on Marvel's Age of Steel at one point in time I don't know what it's like because I stopped watching it but mm. no, early it, on like you know the events of the first Avenger movies were well more than mentioned across the first couple seasons right. and you know um, Captain America events sprinkled across Marvel it was awesome it was like a great separation from the movies if you don't have the you know if you haven't watched all of them but it gave you a connection to it Netflix series is probably the better television series if you want to call it like mm. I just I approve of most of them but you know, th- no. this one just is super let down. And I just think they're wasting a whole bunch of opportunity to tell a good story. Yeah, you got to maintain a certain track record to keep that title. And I think Netflix yeah. is, uh, at least the Netflix and uh, Marvel movies are losing it because they're still doing good things. They've like, done some now, good things. Now, now is it Kevin Feige? Now Kevin Feige runs all this. Is it Kevin that runs like the entire situation? Well, Netflix. It, it was. Well, I, I think the problem with. Netflix is that they have different teams of writers for each of the different series and for um, I believe uh, Daredevil they had sort of like their B-list writers yeah. write well, Daredevil defenders. ones I think are the best but they also wrote The Punisher the same yeah, writers right. for Daredevil phenomenal they had their uh, B-list team sort of write the Defenders and yeah. you know Defenders was not that good and Daredevil still is only is the best example that they have for something that is actually worth watching whereas everything else is either you know pretty good or just terrible like Iron Fist and now sadly Jessica Jones falls into that category and it really comes down to the writing because they are shifting over uh, these writers from one project to another and they're not sort of keeping their A team of writers or it seems like they're not because clearly the writing in this was bad. There are, there are entire scenes that are just lackluster in exactly. what is going on. It, it sort of makes you wonder, like, why even have this scene at all? It, it like doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. From yeah. that the most, like, you don't even, I don't think, understand the character. Like, why like, you're writing wait, a wait, 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 you, 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 you don't introduce yourself to people like, I'm the immortal Black Adam. My <laughs> 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 dad was rich and he died. It's like, you're, oh, I, I'm a cab driver. Like, oh, give me a ride now. Like, sir, you're making withdrawal or a public it, it's, 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 like it's a wasted Black opportunity because if, if, if Captain Marvel doesn't work out the way they want to, keep that connection alive with Jessica Jones, bring her into the Netflix universe, and you can create the team that everybody would like to see. You know that could be like, the thing they want to do, but instead they, chose to, instead they chose to tarnish uh, backstories. Like, yeah. Hellcat is pre- pretty much going to be Trish Walker's addiction now. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's just the thing. Like, that's that's, that's, that's what it's that, setting up that, to be. That's kind of a spoiler, I guess, for the show, but that's a uh, 20-plus-year-old... Damn, dude, I don't want to finish That's the like show a 15-plus-year-old storyline for the comic. So, I mean, it's not like the information wasn't out there. But the whole thing is the show attempts to make... Um, I want to say revolutionary because not many shows have done it before that have been of this ilk. Um, like take steps, take steps to show addiction. Take steps to show um, yeah. conflicting uh, sexual relationships. Take steps to show that people are destructive and sometimes need to cut them out of your life. And the thing is, it's like they're being written by uh, a first-year film student. Or yeah. you even admit it, like so, someone with someone with like a, a script, like almost like caricature as opposed to real. You know, yeah, but they also did. Yeah, they, they also tackled those issues on season one, so they should have kind of moved on to to something else, right? Because yeah, a lot of that the meat of it, and yeah. themes which bugged the crap out of me because I'm like, dude, you made these points. Show yeah. us something more. 
Yeah. You know, so, and there's like you addressed it. Now go into you know the meat of yeah. What you're so much about. was wasted, man. And I'm. Di- it's more disappointment. And you, and you, and you honestly, like with the current climate of everything, you don't want to say that about a, a female lead role. Like you want it to be successful. Like mm-hmm. you want it to. They have obviously addressed the issues and stuff that is affecting Hollywood now regarding that, but like you just want it to be successful. You want it to be good, right? You, so you it's hard to, to say, "Hey, this is crap." You know, yeah. yeah, even though it, it may be. Like, I'm a, listen, time Marvel, Marvel, anything Marvel related kept me home safe when I could have been out with gang. So I appreciate everything Marvel did Wait, for me growing up. You know what that is? That's like that's like Tommy Wiseau's. Um, <laughs> that's like Tommy Wise. Yo, no, this is legit. Tommy Wiseau um, made the statement that he feels the room. Uh, reduce the crime rates in America. Believes it. <laughs> he, he believes it. Yeah, because because pe- people that went out to see uh, repeated midnight screenings of the room weren't doing any shady they, stuff at midnight. Yeah, in LA. seeing yeah. the room at midnight kept them out from committing crimes uh, at midnight. So he reduced. He's not exactly the wrong, crime. but yeah, he's not wrong. I think he's he's not just really for that, understanding just for that moment in time. Well, that's also that's, 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 that's if, by that same logic. That's that's like saying, well, you know. Um, I threw a rock at this tiger at the zoo. So, you know, by making the tiger mad, I prevented him from killing a zookeeper that it could have been killing at that point. It's like, what the f***? <laughs> it's just really not understanding your audience who's actually watching your movies. Yeah. Exactly. Also, kids, don't throw rocks at tigers at the zoo. Or see oh. the room. All right, so Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. All right, so it's Jessica Jones Season 2. It's still on Netflix now if you want to check it out. But honestly, we can't recommend this. And I think it's yeah, mostly it because down. we went in with such high hopes and we're just kind of let down. It tries to do a lot of, it promises to do a lot of things that it doesn't deliver on. And those that it does kind of deliver on, um, it just it fails. I I wanted to say Carrie Ann Moss was like the standout of the season, but that's still oh, yeah. not a good thing because she stands out because her character doesn't seem to fit the universe anymore. And yeah. dude, I I it's a bummer, I'm, I'm it really is. I'm I'm hurt to, to say this is thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs down for me. They they were sitting on gold and they like. They did some alchemy and turned they it into spent like it. bronze. I don't <laughs> know what they did. They just it. wasted it. They, they, they were sitting wasted on a very good opportunity. Then they, then they, uh, then they um, uh, did the alchemy to uh, to uh, mix it with their daughter and get this weird dog. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this, this droopy dog thing. Uh, uh, it, no, it's thumbs down. It, you're definitely better off watching something else and you know having a good time. Something that's worthwhile because this is definitely not it. It's a waste of time. Wow. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, Death Note is still available. You want to check out the- <laughs> ah, <laughs> Alchemist is still available. <laughs> All right. It's been The Geek Down here on WEMF. I want to thank you all for joining us for another show. I want to mind you all, if you were just listening, you can also watch us on twitch.tv slash thegeekdown. Every show is broadcast live, and you can check out the uh, previous episodes there. You can also check them out on YouTube. If you search The Geek Down, we're usually the first ones to come up. And check all the past shows, see our highlights and high jinks. Also, you can subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, all that good stuff. Or if you just want to hit us up and let us know what you thought about something you heard tonight, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Or just go to the website for like all-encompassing goodness at geek-down.com. Until next week, we'll catch you all. Same bad time, same bad channel. But before signing off, I want to say thanks to Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. Thank you, just Johnny. Yep. Thanks to Rick Olive. Anytime. And thank you. We'll catch you all next week. Until then, be excellent to each other. Stingray Body Art, Boston's best tattoos, piercing, and permanent makeup. Now offering laser tattoo removal right in the heart of Boston Rock City.